three. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TWL podcast, aka the Today Well Live podcast. My name is Wes Martinez. And I'm Drew Garcia. Yes, he is. And the Today Well Live podcast is a health and lifestyle podcast show. Podcast show. Right. Uh, chronicling weight loss, uh, weight loss journey and transformations of two average Joes. Yep. Those two average Joes is myself, Andrew Garcia. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you so much for tuning in. Tune, tune in in. That's weird. Tuning in. Tuning in. Tuning yes. in. Yes. Because they, they still tune in on the radio. Tune in. Right? Yeah. But get on to uh, tune in and listen to our podcast there. Tune in radio. <laughs> you could uh, you could listen to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Um, we also transmit uh, Smoke Signal podcast from Griffith <laughs> Park Observatory. You can also just ask Google Play. You yeah. could say simply say, "Hey Google, play the Today Well Live podcast." Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then on top of that, while you're there, you can. On Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe. You can leave us a review. I'd like I'd like to give a shout out to what was it, Mickey One Hundred and One, Mickey US, Mickey UC, Mickey UC for leaving us a review. That was amazing. I feel uh, yeah, it was a really nice one. Yeah, I really appreciate that, and thank you so much for subscribing. Um, and to those of you who haven't yet, please subscribe and check out our show. Um, it helps us a ton. We're not just doing it because, uh, you know, we want to claim that we have subscribers, but because it actually bumps us up in the uh, queue, if you will, when people are searching. Also, we are on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle there is at TWL Podcast. And on Twitter, our, pa- our uh, handle there is at TW Lived Podcast. That's right. Yeah. Got it right. So, God, I'm getting better at that. Yeah. I actually get a little bit nervous. I feel like when I audition, similar to when I'm auditioning, I'm like, oh, don't fuck this up this time. (laughs) Not this (laughs) time. Don't fuck it up like the last Last time you threw up in the casting office. I get this. I I just flashed to a a memory of watching The Godfather Part 2, or forget one where where Luca Brasi is sitting you know, waiting to talk to the godfather on the day of his daughter's wedding. Yeah. And he's like... Part one. Yeah, is that part one? He's yeah. a godfather. Thank you for inviting me to your house. I wish that your your first grandson is a is a manly grandson or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's, you, that's how you... That's feel great, like that's exactly. how you prepare. That's how I audition for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Luca Brasi. Yeah, just do Luca Brasi. You know what's funny about his character is that he never does anything. I know. He, there's just like this lore, yeah. right, of, of what he, he's done in the past, yeah. right? And he's like this big ogre. Yeah. And they, But they, he literally does, he's like in one scene, and then they just talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's how I want to be remembered. beauty of Hollywood. I don't have to do nothing, <laughs> but everybody fears me. Yeah. So uh, this week is our second uh, midweek episode. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who follow us, we we at first made a mis- I wouldn't even say mistake. It's a it's a trial. Like we did eleven point five episode 11, 11.5 and then did twelve, and then we were like, "That's weird. Let's just call it a complete episode because that's really what it was." It is, and then you know, someday someday down the line, that's gonna be that's gonna look. I'm just thinking about that's gonna look really weird. 
Yeah. Like in a playlist sometime. Yeah. You know, when we get to like episode 1,000. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't know if I'll be able to stand you that long. Well, we'll see. yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first. No, but 1,000, That's that would be huge, dude. Because even if we did two episodes a week, that's still only 100 episodes. It would take 10 years. Year. Jesus. I definitely can't take you for 10 years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, dude. No, that's super cool. Um, So yeah, the, so this week... Uh, typically, can you explain what this uh, midweek episode will usually be like? Yeah, so this midweek episode was really designed to kind of keep our momentum going throughout the week. I, I think I was explaining this to somebody this morning was that, you know, we initially started with the once a week check ins. And those have been great. The, pro- the, the process of getting together and being able to, to speak about our weeks, etc. has been phenomenal. But I, I felt I felt it and I think Wes felt it too was that you know in the middle of the week we'd st- we would start to feel like there was uh, kind of a drop off yeah almost like uh, you had like this ad- like adrenaline mm-hmm. not that our shows were adrenaline you know packed but yeah but there was like this this it felt like there was a drop off and there was an opportunity to reconnect and so we actually got together midweek just to just to do some work mm-hmm. right and then we're like why aren't we recording a podcast yeah um, let's try that and then. Let's see how that feels. Uh, it's it, it it there's an it adds another layer of commitment because mm-hmm. uh, it certainly is a little bit more difficult to get together through in the middle of the week than it is um at the end of the week when you know you don't really have anything going on. But I so far I've I've, I've uh, enjoyed it. I thought the last midweek episode podcast was pretty good. It yeah. felt it felt good at me. And so, but really, what it is is just to just to kind of check in because we know that if we're feeling this way. Uh, it's a good. It's good, there's a good chance that, that you might be feeling this way if you're listening to this uh, uh, this show on a regular basis, and it's it's really just a chance to say, hey, we um, we get it, we get it, and it's it, it helps us. It hopefully it'll help you, and we'll uh, we'll do our best to continue to to do these episodes on a on a regular schedule. But you know, barring any any commitments that we might have, uh, we'll try to release them on a Wednesday. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, when uh, I'll make the effort to do it every uh, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm really excited that uh, we're doing the midweek episodes just because you're right. Sometimes, like I'm having a really stressful week this week in particular, and uh, this helps me get back on track. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it helps me. It keeps me uh, honest, and it keeps me like staying on top of my goal and. Uh, Cause I'll, I'll be honest with you, like with this kind of week, I'm getting my ass kicked. And mm-hmm. uh, come Thursday, I just want out. You know what I mean? Of yeah. whatever that feeling is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're just like, fuck it. If that means like going out and raging, and having ten drinks just to like, uh, quote unquote, uh, decompress, then so be it. You know what I mean? To like having a you know a point or like a, a Wednesday or a midweek uh, check in, it definitely helps me at least. You know. Yeah, I was I was speaking with my sister-in-law this morning, and I was saying, um, not that we're not that we're therapists, but there feels like there's a little bit of talk therapy going on, right? There's, yeah. It's like, uh, what's the word? Is it lethargic? Yeah, lethargic. It's a lethargic process to yeah. to uh, to talk about, it. and I actually, I'm really glad that we're here because there's two things that I wanted to discuss, and 
specifically was that number one today was really challenging for me because i'm just very tired yeah i was tired in the last episode but that was more from just having a rough week from kicking ass from kicking yeah from kicking wes's ass (laughs) (laughs) it's hard work kicking wes's ass but um well good yeah um but no i i uh I went to the gym this morning. Uh, I had a, a pretty physical night yesterday because I was doing some gardening at my house <laughs> to the point where I was like, I can't believe how tired I am. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. literally like, like this is, this, this is way past normal. Right. Well, it's the kind of shit that humbles you. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. Oh damn, this is real work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is real work. Yeah. It's real man's work. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I I went to uh, I went to bed super early. Then I woke up super early this morning, and so I went to I you know I had planned to go to this class, uh, spinning class, and then I, I was gonna do a body pump class right after it. And I I was in the class. I did I did really well through spinning, um, and then I was kind of like teeter tottering about the second class. Yeah. And I was like, nope, you gotta do it. You gotta stop being a turd. You gotta go do this class. And so I get in there. I felt fine, but. Like five minutes into the warm up track, I was feeling like I was I might possibly uh, pass out. Jesus, uh, I felt a little lightheaded. I felt my, what I really felt was my legs didn't feel like I they were under me. So uh, I tried to hang on for a little bit longer. Um, we did a, trust, a chest track where you lay on the bench, you lay on this uh, step, and then you you know you push the it's like a bench press. When I got up from that, I I, I didn't have any weight on me, and I was like okay. I feel the same way. I, I go. I better. I better go. And it's. I spoke with uh, with the trainer afterwards, and she says that's uh, that's really common, right? So if you're, oh. she's like, uh, she's like the, the people with the biggest mass tend to have the biggest problem in, in these classes, because, uh, several reasons. One, they're either, um, they're not breathing. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, two, they're dehydrated, or they're doing something weird, right? Or they're just they're just. They're super tired. They they th- they come in. They think um, you big, so you're gonna have you know the weight's not it's not very heavy weight, but, right? You know, and, it, and the weird thing is, is it wasn't my first class, first time I've done that, and it wasn't the first time I'd done that back to back. So I was kind of really surprised. But she says the first instinct is for people to to leave. They want to leave, right? Because they they, and and the reason they don't want to they want to leave is because they don't want to pass out in front of the class. <laughs> and that's exactly. I was like, if I fall. I'm going to, first of all, it's going to be loud because I'm going to hit the, I'm going to hit, because when you pass out like that, it's not like you do a graceful, like, oh, like I'm going to, you hit the ground, right? (laughs) The class is going to stop. (laughs) And then whatever position you landed in, that's it, right? And like, let's be honest, we're pretty big guys. Like the, uh, the unconscious part of it is probably the most embarrassing because it's like, we had to get five people. You're like fuck. We like, went and got the two biggest, strongest dudes in the gym, and they couldn't. They couldn't help you. They couldn't help you. I'm like, oh, Ooh. But uh, yeah, so that that happened. Um, so um, so coming in today, I just I'm just very. Um, I just want to go home and go to bed. <laughs> I feel you, yeah. man. And then the other thing I really wanted to, to kind of bring up today was. Um, um, I've been in my head this week pretty bad. Um, so, um, did you get a chance to watch that YouTube video I sent you about the goals and this and that? This is like oh, animated dude. one. I only saw half of it, but it was really good. Wasn't and it? Yeah. I saw it uh, late at night and I was like, 
falling asleep and I was like, this is so good. I the need content to do it justice. Really... And I forgot to be honest, but yeah, I well, got to, to like, there's like five rules or something or not rules, but five yeah. steps. Or it's actually whatever. a pretty long video, I think. It is. Yeah. yeah. But it's really, it's really concise, even it's though good. it's right. And it's, it's, it, the guys like it's the anime, like the animation where they're drawing kind of like, if you've ever seen the movie, we, uh, the show weeds yeah. where the guy's drawing like yeah. in, on the fly, supposedly it's in that sense. And in, the does a really good explaining, but it, the videos about the five rules of why you, um, yeah, what was it, um, like goal setting and stuff like that. And one of the one of the big things that I took away was the the concept of chunking. Yeah, right? dude, that's that's what what I got up to, and I was like, wait, that's yeah, so huge. Um, it's despite the name, it's not exactly what you need. chunking doesn't mean like you go eat like chunks of uh, yeah. burritos and you know like yeah. you, you you put down. You know what that makes me think of is chunking is like. You know those Valentine's Hershey's that are like two feet long? Uh, yeah, I think the I've seen those. The ones you get at 7-Eleven? Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like chunking makes me think of taking a bite off of that. <laughs> <laughs> Chunk. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the Goonies? Wasn't there a guy named Chunk? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. You know what's funny about the Goonies is I remember watching that movie over and over again, but Damn. I can't remember anything about it Are other you... than the, like the the name, like the face of the characters. I have few like memories of it too, but that goes for every movie that I watch. Like I have horrible horrible memory when it comes to movies, but I remember like specific like tri- trivia moments. See, yeah. I don't. I remember because like for example, Short Circuit Two. I could probably still. I could probably still, or sorry, not Short Circuit 2, but Short Circuit and Short Circuit 2. As, okay, yeah, I didn't see yeah. those. Um, you, what are you, Russian? Are you some <laughs> sort of commie? That was like one of the best movies of all time. Um, I So when I was a kid, I, I don't know about you, and I'm sure most kids are like this. I was one of those kids that just, we would go to the video store, pick out a movie, and I would watch it 10 times Damn. before we would take it back two days later. Jesus, you and took I, it. And I was just obsessed, right? Like, anyways. Uh, So chunking. (laughs) Um, Basically, chunking is a concept that you take a big task and you break it down to small chunks, right? Okay, yeah. You know the, the the Marine Corps David Goggins. They always say you eat you eat an how do you eat an elephant? You do it one one bite at a time, right? Yeah. Um. So when you're losing weight or when you're doing really any task that's kind of big or monumental. You break it down into into much smaller pieces, and then you just attack those uh, the, those uh, smaller pieces, and that's that's the concept of chunking. So, I want to say it's something that I already knew, but the, the way they the guy that put it together, it kind of it kind of brought it a little bit closer, a little bit better familiarity in my mind. Yeah. Um. I've been having a really hard time this week with that. So, we've had you know when when we when you stand back and you look at the um the kind of grand scheme of things that we what we've accomplished so far yeah if you just ask a, a third per, a third party person the idea that that we've lost 32 pounds basically we're aver- averaging 10 pounds a month yeah and really more because the, this month's not even over yeah um 12 is a huge accomplishment huge big right because so if you extrapolate that out to a re- the rest of the year that puts us you know we could potentially lose 120 pounds in a year dude that's huge that's huge right so um, I'm not dissatisfied with my numbers. I wish it was. I always. I'm always gonna wish it was more. I'm always gonna wish it was more. What I'm having trouble with is, um, I'm having hard time right now with the chunking of the goal, because when I look at it, 
you know, we weighed in this last week. I was 325. Yeah. Right? Which was a big week, by the way. It was a big week. Phenomenal. Big week. A lot of chunking. A lot of chunking. (laughs) Big chunk. Big (laughs) chunk. Um, You know, I'm looking at 330 in my mind. Yeah. Okay. Five pounds at a time. But what I'm having trouble is I'm I'm zooming out and I'm seeing the entire goal. Yeah. And I'm and it's it's daunting me. I'm like, God, when is this ever gonna be over? How you know, even if I found you know, yeah. like it's it feels like it's never gonna end. Like it feels like we've gone we've come so far and it's like when you start start a hike and you feel like you've gone and then you look up at the mountain and you're like, Oh, yeah, I'm not even close. That's what it feels like right now. And I'm having a really hard time not looking at the entire goal this week. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm like, I've had a great week so far. Um, I've, I've worked out really hard. Um, I'm just having a really hard time in my mind with the entire, the size of the entire goal. And so, yeah. um, I think in the past, this, this, this is the kind of thing that would have, could have tripped me up. Yeah. Right. For sure. So right now I'm just like, okay, I just got to keep going. Got to keep, got to get pushing, you know, at the same time, I'm having these really you know, last you know, last couple of weeks, I've been telling you that I've been finding this other gear at, at the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm continuing to 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 um, like like for example, on Monday, I didn't want to go to the gym. Yeah, I didn't want to go to the class, the spin class that I went to. I forced myself to go, and I said, I'm, "You just got to do it, right?" Yeah. I get there within the first three to five minutes, my my body just woke up and like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, you know, so right now when I do these spin classes. It's really it's really difficult, right? Because you look left and you see somebody who might be just starting, mm-hmm. right? And you look right and you see the guy that like can fucking go for days. You know, if you gave this guy a real bike, he you know he'd <laughs> he'd, <do the laughs> he'd destroy it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So you can't in in a situation like that, you you got to run your own race, and so that's what I've been really doing is that every time I go in, I'm obsessed right now with the idea that I have to, I have to beat my own best. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so I'm pushing and I'm pushing and I'm pushing as as much as I can to the point where like um I'm making myself super uncomfortable in the class like in you know, the, in the process, right? I'm not yeah. I'm trying to go in there and get every every ounce out of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's been great. Because I I feel like I'm that competitive side of me, um, that doesn't typically manifest itself in physical in a yeah. physical form. Has come out right in yeah. in that way. It, it's all I can compare it to, and so I don't know what it is. I know that I've experienced this before. Yeah, it's just uh, you know I just wanted to get it out there and say it because I bet you somebody out there is feeling the same way. Yeah, man, that's uh that's rough. And uh, have you? I mean, I don't know like what you do right now, and I know some of the protein shakes you take are like rich and like uh nutrients and vitamins but have you considered like looking at uh maybe specific like supplements that might help alter your mood to a positive you know what i mean like magnesium helps with relaxation a lot mm-hmm. so i don't know i yeah. don't know what those supplements are but maybe researching that's that's the thing is i think my mood is fine i don't mm-hmm. i don't see that and i think that's kind of the when you hear me talk about it my mood is it's not like i'm in a bad mood right i'm having i'm just having like this this thought um these thoughts of like where i can't focus on the small goals i'm yeah. focusing on the larger goals and it's messing mm. with my yeah it's messing with my psyche in a way 
that yeah. makes sense. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to describe. It. I don't have yeah. the proper words to describe it. I'm just. This is. You know. That's what I feel right now. So I just gotta. I just know. I just gotta. I gotta close my eyes and 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 just keep going forward until I can refocus on the smaller smaller pieces yeah. of it. Well, yeah, man. I I feel that. I definitely go through that a lot because sometimes. But however, I've been on that side before where I've been like thinner. Um, mm. And I will say, uh, sometimes when I feel that way, where I'm like, oh man, when am I going to get thinner? Like, uh, I'm putting in all this work and like constantly restricting myself from like a social, uh, environment and like, you know, social gatherings. But like, uh, I know for me personally speaking, this probably doesn't apply to you, but like, I remember thinking that I was overweight and yeah, I was technically overweight, but I remember thinking uh when i was like 260 pounds or 270 and be like oh my god i'm such a fat fuck like blah blah and now i'm like 260 or 270 would be pretty fucking nice you know what i mean and like that that helps me chunk it up if you will Mm -hmm. because uh i do i'm like oh yeah i'd love to be at 220 but then i'm like man i'm so fucking far from that like i'm at least three or four months at least away from like coming close to that i try to remind myself of the fact that like i don't know i feel like we always this might be human nature right but like i feel like we're always looking for the next thing like we never enjoy what's in front of us you know what i mean yeah you know i i don't think we've discussed this but you know i i sometimes i've never been thin yeah maybe when i was a little boy but not for very long yeah um I have I sometimes have a hard time imagining what what I would look like and what what it would feel like to be thin. Yeah. Like maybe under 200 pounds. That there's and I just don't know what I, you know it's it's hard for me to even imagine. Yeah, for sure. Right? Um I mean I don't I don't know what I would want to you know like you, you said like 260 right now would be fun, like it would be a different world. Yeah. For me. Yeah, for sure. Right now. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, I've, I've read some articles and, and like, uh, nothing that I can quote off the top of my head, but like, uh, this, I'm going to get super kumbaya right now, but it seems like the going, like the, the ongoing or the message that ke- keeps getting repeated of like watching videos or, and that's not just for weight loss. It's also just for like anything in life. It's just really like finding happiness within rather than like as a direct result of something external. And the reason I, I try to practice this a lot is because I struggle a lot with my career, uh, Mm -hmm. my comedy acting and writing career, because it's a, it's a game of like numbers and chances. Like uh, in Hollywood, you have to be talented to make it like that's that's not optional um there are the the nepotism where like somebody's kid gets on a tv show and like they fucking suck but that's because they're the executive producer's son or grandson or granddaughter or whatever um but in hollywood it's like uh there are gonna be for every one talented person or for you as a talented comedian or actor there's literally another 200 and you're all fighting for one role yeah. or for one writing job or for, you know what I mean? And, uh, and so it's an, it's a numbers game and it's said in the industry that it's a matter of who outlasts who, you know what I mean? So it's a numbers game both ways. Every time you go in for an opportunity, you're fighting against other numbers and you're fighting your odds. 
but also the more and more you hold out, the more opportunities you're creating for yourself, the more likely you're able to achieve whatever goal it is that you want, right? And uh, but that's hard. It's really hard to fucking like uh, uh, deal with that sometimes because it's not something tangible. It's not like it's not like being a, a successful attorney where you go to law school, then you pass your bar exam, then you start at a law firm and you work your way up. And if you do it long enough, you become partner. And then if you do it even longer, you either take over the firm or you open your own firm and then you're like at the top of the fucking chain. Mm -hmm. That's not the case with like entertainment. Like you could be at it for fucking 20 years as a stand up comedian and still not be successful. Look at people like, I don't know. Uh, to me, like Ari Shafir is really successful to me being on the inside of it. You know what I mean? But you go to fucking like Tempe, Arizona and nobody knows who the fuck he is, you know, unless you're specifically like a, comedy nut so anyway i guess what i'm trying to get at is that i try to practice that and by no means am i like an expert i'm far from that because i i like that thought crosses my mind every day mm -hmm. like should i just give up you know so what I mean? you know the natural question that pops in my head is do you have to as a as, a, as an entertainer actor comedian do you have to i don't want to say the word resign mm -hmm. right but it's a it's a good word to get my message across. Is do you have to resign yourself to enjoying the, the journey of exactly. of doing it as much as knowing that full well you may never you may never break big exactly right yeah. but you'll have you you'll have uh, spent your life in the pursuit of it mm -hmm. and being and being satisfied to the fact that you, at least you know that you 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 did your best yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to, and, like, I've uh, I've resigned myself to that, and, mm -hmm. like, I think a part of me thinks that, like, this could very well just be a hobby for the rest of my life when I look back and I'm like, yeah. oh, it turned into just a hobby, you know what I mean? And I have to accept that, but it's still not easy. I think even for somebody who's been around longer, you know what I mean, than me, uh, I'm sure the thought still crosses their mind like fuck that could be me or like and it's not so much jealousy but it's like how do certain people get in and I can't you know what mm -hmm. I mean and a lot of people don't know this but uh, or in the outside of the entertainment industry even those people that seem to like have made it overnight had been going at it for fucking years you know you look at people like John Oliver for example he yeah. was like an overnight success according to the general public but not a lot of people know that he's been at it for 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that actor. Um, God, I forget. I don't know his Ryan real name. Ryan Cranston? No, the the guy that plays. Uh, it's funny. Uh, Jesse Pinkman. Who's that guy? Yeah. Uh, something Noah. Yeah. His, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know his name. Yeah. But um, he was uh, interviewed. And they talked about like what he, what he went through. Like even though he, you know, for him it was probably like a 10-year journey. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah he really it started early and then he just was consistent and, and he you know he talked about like yeah it seemed like it was overnight success because mm -hmm. suddenly he was on this show that right at the time wasn't didn't have the lore and, and gravitas of the show breaking bad that we know today it, yeah. if you think about it when it first came out i i caught up to that show because Same it was in, it was still in in, produ it was in production when i when i somebody was talking about it and I'm like, okay, let me, let me catch up. And yeah. I ended up watching it on Netflix and then being like, Oh my God, 
<laughs> than being tortured by the fact that I was caught up to the regular, yeah. you know, TV schedule. Yeah. But it's, it, it's like I think it's like anything, right? Um, well, yes and no. Yeah, I think it's very specific, and yeah. and you know, and I I think we got into the subject because of like weight loss and. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not, you know, this is what I practice. And so that, and so, uh, weight to me is similar to my career, even though with weight, even that's more tangible in the sense of like, if I do a B C, then it'll equal D, you know what and I mean? And or you like can, you can have two. D right. Exactly. Yeah. And like to a degree, cause like you can work out seven days a week and lose one pound. But you're losing weight, mm-hmm. like you're moving no matter what towards that goal. Yeah. Uh, whereas with acting, you could do. Mark Ruffalo did, I think, like seventeen hundred auditions before he booked his first job. Wow. Whereas, like anybody, I booked my first audition when I moved to LA, dude. Right. I booked an NFL commercial. Oh really? On my first audition ever, and I was like, wow. "Oh, this is cakewalk. <laughs> this is like, going to be, be famous, famous overnight." What? <laughs> You know, I go, you know, I'll do these once a day. Yeah. You know, I called my mom now. and I was like, start house shopping. You were like, I... molded, mom. You said I couldn't do it. <laughs> I know you said I could do it, yeah. but I saw that look. Yeah, exactly. Look. <laughs> um, but long story short, man, like that, that to me has been a life lesson. And, and uh, I've been doing this uh, close to 11 years now, man. Like if you don't count the time that I did it in Arizona, which I don't, but um but yeah, I've been doing it that long and I've gone full circle several times. And But every time I go around that circle, I feel like I get wiser and wiser and I, I understand mm-hmm. the meaning of life, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, you know, it's not. So about... go ahead. What was it? <laughs> Let me write it down real quick. It's not about the uh, it's not about the end goal. You know, it's it's about, you know, it's about the process. And and yeah, I guess that's why I thought about that. I, I guess for your career, you really can't you really so going back to A B C, to yeah. to to achieve D, you can't ach- you can't disc- you can't define D as that huge success. D is the, you know the the, the skill yeah. building the skill. Yeah. And because he, I think this happens a lot to probably to people in your industry as well as any industry is that mm-hmm. and I felt this is that I've been in I've been in situations when an opportunity presented itself and I wasn't ready. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So even though they're there, right? Because I think I think people that make it, there's it's what happens is is that they they require it requires talent, mm-hmm. like you said, or s- skill, yeah. one of the two, or this, the one in the same. Your skill has to be ready f- when it meets when when the intersection of opportunity and mm-hmm. talent come together, right? Because there's a right. there's a little luck to it, yeah. right? It, yeah. You know, like. People will say this all the time is that I built my success by yeah. hand, you know, um, you know, they, they, they look down on people that, that look that, that, uh, that are like thinking about luck. And it's like, yeah, I get, I get where you're coming from, but you can't, you, the hard work comes in when the, when the luck gives you the opportunity, right? Because yeah. break it down to anything, um, one construction company getting a contract versus the other, um, you know, a marketing company nailing down a client, you know, yeah. what if, you know, you have two equally talented companies, one of them just so happens to be, um, you know, just slightly better pitch or, friends or really they somebody. friends yeah. with somebody or they just, you know, client was, wasn't sure they flipped the coin. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Happens all the time. 
happens all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, look at if you even looking like, for example, the other day I was listening that listening to this show and they said they brought up this tidbit about how uh, John Travolta passed on Forrest Gump. Damn. He was originally supposed to be Forrest Gump. Um, and I forget for what movie. And it was like, holy crap. First of all, that would have been a completely different. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> what kind of movie, what that, kind would of movie that would have been. But would it had would it have been Forrest Gump as we know mm-hmm. if if Travolta had been it or would it have just been one of those other movies that just never yeah I feel we like don't we'll never know definitely one of those movies that never took off right like <laughs> could you imagine Tom Hanks as uh, getting uh, playing um, Travolta's role yeah. in, in Greece <laughs> yeah oh that would have been so weird right <laughs> that would have been such a weird movie yeah yeah man but anyway I don't want to go too far into that yeah. but uh but yeah it's definitely like something that I personally struggle with like every day. It's something that I question uh, myself and like, you know, I'm just being completely honest. Cause I know, you know, you obviously don't project that to people on a regular basis, but yeah, being like an entertainer is, uh, comes with a lot of insecurities. You know what I mean? Of, yeah, but like being judged, whether you're, good I can enough. totally tell though. I'm, <laughs> like I know most people don't project it, but I see you walk in the door and I'm like, that guy's an actor and he's terrible. <laughs> damn it (laughs) fuck no (laughs) No, i'm kidding yeah no but uh but yeah that's uh yeah but you know there there comes a lot of those insecurities so like uh so yeah i mean you know i guess uh, going back into the subject i try because i already deal with that so much with my career my you know aspiration Mm -hmm. It, it gets a little bit easier with weight loss. It's not it's not easy. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but it gets a little bit easier for me because I feel like I've been conditioned to like process those thoughts on a daily basis. Because like I remember when I first moved to LA, dude, I was and you knew me the first year I moved to LA. I, I think, think I met you within days of you moving here. Yeah, and it was at a Mexican seafood restaurant off of Firestone Boulevard. Oh, that's in right. Southgate. Yeah, that's right. You I came remember. in looking like. You had like a whole can of moose in your hair. <laughs> did I really? <laughs> you did. Oh my god! Yeah, fuck. Well, anyway, <laughs> dude, during my first year in LA, I would fucking uh, drive back to Arizona every weekend. Really? Yeah, and like Why? I, I just missed it, and I felt so out of place, and uh-huh. I was like, "What the?" F-? Like constantly, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing here in LA?" Right. Like uh-huh. this is. It just feels like an endeavor that you can't take on, and. Again, not that I've made it by any means, but now it feels so like second nature. You know yeah. what I mean? To the point where like getting rejected at an audition is kind of second nature. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But it's still hard because it's still like if if you get caught on the wrong day at the wrong time, and then someone tells you you're not good enough. You know what I mean? Like it still fucks with you because you're still like, God damn. You know what I mean? So right. so it's one, and then there's days when you're having a fucking great day. And you could give two shits if, like, you don't get the the, the job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, they're like, oh, you're not the right part or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, cool. See you later. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why it's so phenomenal when you think about guys like Muhammad Muhammad Ali, right? That guy, you know, so many people um, would listen to his boasting, right? Yeah. And would get turned off by it. And growing up, you know, I would see the, the clips of the videos because I was obviously not born at the time, you know, yeah. not alive when he was doing that. I think he was um, already sick when I was coming up uh, very young. Um, 
And then I, I went to this meeting uh, when I worked for Coors, mm-hmm. and they had they paid this uh, motivational speaker to come talk, and he spoke about Muhammad Ali. And I'm going to totally hack what he said, but he basically said something to the effect where he wasn't necessarily doing all that talking to affect his opponent because that's that's the mm. common thread, right? Right. Is that he used to talk smack to guys like Joe Frazier and all those other guys to get into their heads and maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. But what he was really doing was convincing himself that those things were true. Oh. Right? Yeah. So he's he, he was being so boastful that he convinced himself that he was a champ. Wow. He convinced himself he, he was good. He was just really good at, at, you know, it was just funny. Yeah. Right. It was funny yeah. and it was, and it turned, that turned a lot of people off. It's, it's easy to look back and, and to look back at his career and, and realize that from a perspective of 2018, mm-hmm. what that was, but what was that in the se- the late early seventies, late sixties, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, maybe it's earlier than that. Um, and to understand that that was so outrageous, so outrageous to a that that you would be would say anything like that on on yeah. TV, right? Muhammad Ali, I, I think there's an uh, a, a, there was an incident where I think it was Joe Frazier took a gun out and shot at. at. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It was a starter pistol or something like that. And he just he just pulls a gun out in the middle of a casino, and, bah, 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 Damn. and they take off right. And Joe goes right back. To, I think it's I think it was Joe Frazier. They go he goes right back to gambling. He doesn't even. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's fucking gangster yeah. right there, dude. Anyway, um, yeah. getting off topic, but it's it's one of those things where you have that's where the self-talk comes in yeah right just as as detrimental as it can be it can also be incredibly powerful mm-hmm. and we have to convince ourselves even that's why like you you hear the phrase you fake it till you make it mm-hmm. right you 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 have to sometimes tell yourself you have to tell yourself a little lie yeah so that you can so you can manifest it and make it yeah. and make it come to reality is that yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I totally agree with that. Um, and we totally went off subject. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was a good conversation. Um, we're somewhere around like 38 minutes right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how far we'll get into our agenda. I don't know if you want to uh, go into it. or. So, you know, last week you brought up, you know, we, there was this topic that we kind of left hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to get into that? Yeah. So the topic of how much uh, protein should you consume at each meal or each day? And um, I don't have a straight answer because there isn't one. Can you give a little background yeah. as to how that conversation came about? So it came because, uh, you know, I was concerned that I was eating too much protein and I was turning it into carbs, uh, glucose, which then turns into carbs because I was eating a steak for dinner. That was, uh, I think it was uh, 14, 15 ounces, somewhere around there. And, uh, that's a big steak, man. That's a big fucking steak. I'm jealous. Uh, <laughs> And uh, that steak was, uh, so that, that steak would be, um, what would that be, 60, that was, that's like 80 grams of uh, protein in one sitting. Um, it was thought that your body can only take 30 to 40 grams per meal, uh, and this according to the research that I did, right? And so I didn't realize that, right? So that was the original thought. I was like, fuck, I'm only supposed to consume 30 I'm consuming like 
more than twice as much. I'm like that, like it's all turning into carbs and like I'm falling out of ketosis and like I'm getting fat <laughs> or like I'm not losing. So to wrap it up, uh, Wes gained, Wes only lost a half a pound and he yeah. was looking to blame. <laughs> he was looking to blame somebody or something. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a legitimate thought yeah, because I looked it up and people like have talked about that. But, uh, Later studies have come out that haven't confirmed, like, debunked the whole 30 to 40 grams per meal. So it hasn't been debunked. The jury's still out. But it is also thought that your body can, per sitting, if consumed under the right circumstances, can take as many as, like, you know, 120, 140, whatever you can take, right? Uh, and there was no specific number on the science or the study, but it was it was one of those where... Basically, if you're intermittent fasting like myself, which is, you know, uh, eight hour feeding window or under, that determines how much protein your body is conditioned to take. So you, it's depending on how you condition your body. Mm -hmm. If you condition your body to eat six to eight times a day, small meals, which uh, now they're saying, and again, it's not like the jury's still out. So it's not like completely debunked that like that doesn't really help you. Uh, this whole idea that like eight, like six meals a day keeps your metabolism going is kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. And that's where the idea came from of like you should only eat 30 to 40 grams per protein, uh, uh, protein per meal because that's what like that's all your body can take. Well, it turns out that is true if your body is conditioned to think that in two hours it's going to consume more because mm -hmm. then what happens is, is your body thinks like I have more coming. So I'm just going to turn this into glucose and turn it into carbs yeah. and fuck it. Whereas if you condition your body to intermittent fast, it knows that it's not going to, it's going to be fasting for a longer period of time. So it hangs on to those uh, nutrients. Sure. Um, so again, you know, that, that has been proven indeed that that does happen. It's just a matter of uh, how much protein you can take in one sitting. But, uh, there's people out there like Sean Baker who are professional carnivores uh, <laughs> who will have two ribeye steaks in one sitting, which I could only imagine like each one is probably the size of his head. I could only imagine like in one sitting he's having 200 grams of protein. It's it's hard to imagine, too, because meat, meat and protein are so satiating that, I, you know, just the sheer amount of meat. Mm -hmm. I mean, he must be he must feel gorged. Yeah. maybe afterwards or maybe it maybe not anymore because he's so used to it but you know i i did some reading on it as well um and here's what i figured out is that i think where that 30 to 40 number comes into play a lot mm -hmm. maybe not 100 percent where it comes from but is that and i think when you look at stuff online, you have to always take it with the grain of salt because sometimes yeah. what you'll do is you're running into some guy yeah, who's blogging and he's blogging and his, his, his experience is that he's talking from the perspective of a bodybuilder. Yeah, exactly. Right. And if you are just trying to be a regular guy who's in shape <laughs> and you apply bodybuilder principles, you know, principles to your lifestyle, you're going to be in a world of hurt because yeah. the way a bodybuilder perspective is is that 30 to 40 grams after 30 to 40 grams they consider it a waste mm -hmm. as in like i i don't um this is in their mind it's the optimal amount to consume in order to gain muscle yeah this article that i was reading and i wish i would have brought it in was that 
they were saying like, well, it, 30 or 40, you're, you're making the assumption that there's no other benefit right? from other than building muscle, gaining mass muscle, mm-hmm. right? When you take that part away, then, then it opens up the door to like, well, there's a ton of other benefits to eating protein, right? Like uh, yeah. increased satiety, um, um, you know, more stable glucose, uh, blood blood mm-hmm. sugar levels. There's all there's all the whole, whole host of things. Yeah. Um. But. You know, so you have to kind of always wonder what what they're doing, right? To to build that mass, and they're you know those guys eat like like on a, on a schedule. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're professional bodybuilders. Like that's our whole thing. Yeah. But the other thing that they talked about was like, okay, let's take that premise, right? So if you're only going to if you're only going to consume 30 to 40, let's say 30 calories a day, mm-hmm. right? And let's say you're a professional bodybuilder, you're going to consume two, uh, eight meals. Yeah. Um, that's 240 grams of protein, right, in a day. If you're getting it from like just like, let's say, you know, meat, you know, the, the argument was like, well, what else are you going to eat? Because mm-hmm. that's only going to get you to like say twelve hundred calories, right? If you're building mass, you also need to take in carbs, carb, you know, food. Yeah, you know, like uh, bodybuilders are, are cons- they consume anywhere from like thirty five hundred to five thousand calories a day when Jeez. they're when they're bulking up. So where does that where does the rest come from? Mm-hmm. Are you going to pump yourself full of carbs and, and sugars? No, because what they eat is typically rice mm-hmm. and meat and vegetables, yeah. right? super like so there's just not you know the other component is it has to be some sort of meat or yeah protein shake or whatever they, they're gonna put down so it just doesn't make sense right like that doesn't the math doesn't add up if that's what your goals are etc but yeah yeah for sure i i know i hired a trainer once and mm-hmm. uh and i remember i had to like quit mm-hmm. because i remember it just didn't feel right and at the time i didn't know this but he was telling me I had to eat six meals a day mm-hmm. and he was giving me the portions. He was like, this is how much you have to have. Yeah. And this guy was a bodybuilder. He was like an ex football player for okay. like some division one school. So huge du- dude. Mm-hmm. And I remember him being like, you have to eat six meals of this. And I think it was like a chicken breast in every meal, dude. Mm-hmm. And that's like every two hours. Well, yeah. like meal three, I was like, I can't, you know what I mean? And I remember telling him, either texting him or calling him being like, dude, I, I just fucking fool. Like I can't, he'd be like, no, you have to like, that's how you jumpstart your body into like metabolizing and blah, blah. And I just remember thinking like, that just doesn't make sense. Like yeah. if I'm full, like why should I have to keep eating? And I remember I just, I didn't have the balls to be like, no dude, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I want you to just train me and that's it. Uh, but I was like, uh, okay. And then later I just came up with some like silly excuse. I was yeah. like, um, I don't money. And <laughs> was he like, do you even lift? Do you even lift, bro? Probably, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's all true, man. You know? And, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so it's interesting. What I'll do is I'll post the, uh, the article that I found, um, on Instagram and Facebook, and then I'll add it onto the comments for... Do you have it in front of you so you can cite it just for anybody who's just listening? The article is on muscleforlife.com, which is a great... um, It's a great uh, website because they... they, I know it sounds super douchey and bro-y, but it's actually like very like uh, a better lifestyle type website. 
it's not really catered towards like uh, muscle builder or bodybuilders. I'm sure there's some articles about that in there, but there's a lot of like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, like uh, intermittent fasting and like how much protein, like it's for regular people who are like in shape or trying to get into shape. It's not for, it's not bodybuilding.com. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, it's an article on muscle for life and the article is called, how much protein you should eat to build muscle. Uh, and then the subtitle to that is how much protein does your body really need to build muscle Are some forms of protein better than the others. Does it, does the time you eat matter? So I, and the great thing about these articles that I really like is, uh, they actually have, um, you know, the websites where they gather all the information. A lot of it comes from like government, uh, websites where it's a uh, federal funding, you know, and they do research that way. So it's not like uh, something that's backed by uh, fucking, you know, muscle milk. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Drink more muscle milk. Yeah. Get, Have you ever seen those articles? Get swollen. Where, where, where you think you're getting like legit information yeah. and at the end. It's like fucking. What do they call that? Uh, it's not. Some of the newspapers and magazines are getting flagged for it. It's called uh, something journalism or... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's really an ad, right? But it's... Yeah. And you think like, oh, shit, I'm getting like this great, uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, information. But but yeah, see, so some of the articles come from like uh, Oxford Academy. You know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah. That sounds like smart guys go yeah, there. Like smart, nerdy dudes are like, oh, shit. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a great article. I'll post it. It's, uh, by this really handsome dude that I'm looking at his picture right now. He has like a fucking eight pack. Are you gay for him? Like (laughs) a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Mike, Michael Matthews. Okay. Such a white name. Is he white? Yeah. Okay. Michael Matthews. No, but, uh, yeah, he, he's great. I've read a few of his articles and he obviously, obviously knows what he's talking about. He looks like a fucking model dude. (laughs) <laughs> probably is a model talk about that a little more yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> no it's just that his picture is literally right in front of me so i'm like oh yeah um but anyway yeah i'll shout him out too on our on our uh podcast uh description or whatever and then on instagram as well but uh yeah so that, that so with everything that i just said i realized that it doesn't necessarily answer the question but that's because even scientists today haven't figured it out completely but they do know Mm -hmm. that there are more ways than one to consume protein originally it was that whole like three meals a day now it's six you know Mm -hmm. you can only do 30 to 40 now they know that you could consume way more than that and your body will still uh break it down so okay but did it did it resolve your concern about Yes. So Your I resolved my big old concern. steak that you've been yeah. eating. So I've been eating a steak every every night for dinner, dude. Yeah. Seriously. Just so every night for dinner I have a fourteen to fifteen ounce steak and that's all I have. I don't have any veggies. I don't have rice. I don't have anything. I literally have uh it's like a ribeye or like a top sirloin steak. And it's a lot of meat, but then there's also like a nice half inch fat layer. And I eat that, and I make it in uh, uh, coconut oil, and all I do is put Himalayan salt in it and peppercorns, and hmm. like you know, I shred the peppercorns, and that's it. I don't hmm. like uh, every now and then if I'm feeling fancy, 
I'll throw in, uh, so I like cooking, so it's, but, uh, I think the ongoing theme, uh, over the last few podcasts is that the last three or four weeks have been like pretty heavy on me as far as work goes. So I've gotten a little lazy with the cooking, but if I'm feeling good, I'll throw in a little like fresh garlic in there Mm -hmm. and obviously it tastes a lot better, but, uh, but when I'm like just tired, I'll just do salt, peppercorns, uh, coconut oil and, and eight minutes on each side. It's nice and like rare. By the time uh, I took it out, yeah. Yesterday I, I cooked a piece, a little piece of steak, um, and I, um, as it was cooking, I I found some mushrooms in my Damn. refrigerator, and I was like, boop, <laughs> put that in there, soak I up that grease. Mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Get that grease in there. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, uh, so do you want to take on a topic, uh, research, book, anything that? Uh, we could do for next week right so um homework i don't have anything specific um but i think what we'll do is come back uh we've been early on in the show we wanted to uh do some book reviews and so we're gonna pick a book this week uh we'll announce it and then we'll ask people to say if you want to follow along we we're gonna try to read uh maybe a chapter uh every week or yeah we're gonna read it on the podcast on the podcast (laughs) out loud like audible (laughs) We're trying to take their business. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we'll do that uh, the following week. Uh, there's actually the other thing that we might do is we want to feature stories from some of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been in contact with a couple guys. This guy, this guy named Dutch Boy, he's uh, on our Instagram, and we've been trying to connect, but yeah, we just haven't right. been able to. So we really want to bring you his story. Yeah. I would love to be able to interview him, but I don't think we ha- we're not set up to do that yet. So we're just going to talk to him and then hopefully bring him on. Uh, bring his story on and then yeah. maybe down the line we'll figure out how to do that yeah efficiently yeah i think we could i think we could figure it out i just don't yeah it's it won't be efficient that's a problem yeah. but uh, i think we could figure it out somehow but uh yeah there's a uh, quite a few people on there that really motivate me um so i'm, yeah. I'm really excited yeah there's a, the one that the, the one guy that i that i love watching his feed is that that 700 pound guy yeah. um I, I probably i don't think that's his actual handle but yeah uh, really inspirational. I, he obviously started around 700 pounds. I think he's somewhere in the 400 pound range now. Damn, that's so right. Um, and he's got a ton of followers, so he's he's really um, he's got a lot of people that that follow him and are inspired by him. So it's it's no surprise that we are too. Yeah. Um, there is the fat girl fed up as well. She's she's pretty dope. I she doesn't follow us back though. She makes me yeah. sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, there's you know. There's lots of there's lots of inspiration out there. We just have to look for it. Um, I hope that we're we're able to bring people some inspiration as well. And um, you know, we always we are not always perfect, and so sometimes we're you know yeah. we're not as inspirational some weeks as we are as other. But yeah, um, check you know, hopefully within a year back, maybe we'll lose those ten pounds a month and we'll be you know much smaller versions yeah. of ourselves. I think come like july or august man we're gonna look back and be like damn yeah i'm fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> no but uh the heater on <laughs> i think we'll look back and be like oh shit like we've come a long way yeah um and that's and that's the whole thing and going back to the topic about how you know the, the we talked about the acting and yeah it i think the common thread there is consistency mm-hmm. right if yeah. you're just consistent if you're just consistent um you give yourself the opportunity to to be successful and ready when opportunity is available. Yeah, exactly. Well, cool. Uh, we're coming in. This is our biggest, our longest podcast yet. 
let's wrap it up. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. We uh, would really appreciate it if you subscribe to our podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts. Uh, it's the Today Well Live podcast, or you could search TWL Podcast. I'm sure it'll pop up. Uh, please uh, review us. And then uh, we are also on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Handle is TWL Podcast. On Twitter is TW Live Podcast. And then do you want to uh, talk about our distribution? I do. Um Again, so we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on iTunes, which is essentially the same thing. We're on Stitcher, uh, the Stitcher app, uh, iTunes, sorry, <laughs> iHeartMedia. Yeah. Uh, sorry, again, iHeartRadio, yeah. um, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, uh, as well as Google Play Music. Um, and I just want to say that before we leave is, um, again, I want to thank everybody for listening. If, if you're following our journey, we appreciate it very much. If you're experiencing your own, if you're trying to get that transformation picture that we want so bad. Um, and if you know somebody out there that needs our help, um, just simply by listening, um, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with the people that you mm-hmm. love. The idea is that we, we hold each other accountable, we get there together, and we look back at the end of 2018 and say, good fucking job. Hell yeah, man. So yes. with that, we'll see you guys. Oh, well, we won't see you, any of you. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we follow you on Instagram. Um, We'll be talking to you again on Sunday. All right. Peace. Thank you.